great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Welcome back to the Razzball Patreon Podcast. It's Donkey Teeth, here as always with Gray Albright. And we got a very special guest this week, Billy Hurley. By day, he is an uh, editor and writer for a tech magazine, and by night, he does stand-up in New York City. Billy, what's happening, man? Hey, what's going on? How are you guys? Uh, good, Billy. It's good. It's good. I actually... so. My connection to Billy is absolutely no connection. <laughs> I don't know Billy from a hole in the wall. Speaking of holes in the wall. Yeah. You like that segue. Did you like the segue or no? <laughs> I did. I know where you're going. Somebody read the did New you, York City. Did you know really? Serious. Did you like my segue into glory holes? Because that's my segue. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. No, come on. Seriously. Did you I like the segue? I love the segue. Oh my God, you're too nice. <laughs> God. I love Billy Hurley. So uh, real briefly, uh, I know Billy. Well, Billy was a uh, reader of Rasball, I think. Right? Yeah, wait, 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 hold on. Did you? Uh, oh, oh, Billy's got a Sagnoff t-shirt. And it's worn. It's got a lot it's of wear. It's got a lot of wear. Oh, I love, I love the fact that you have a... Uh, a Razzball t-shirt that you're not actually wearing. That is, <laughs> oh, that is heartwarming. Not right, literally, because if it was warm in a heart, it would actually be on your body. So Right, great. Right. I, I wear it when I paint. <laughs> wow, it's so sweet. I love it. Thank you so much. That is, a, that is a huge compliment um, that you have a Razzball t-shirt that you use as a rag. I really, <laughs> so, Billy, I... I don't know necessarily at all, but he is a Razzball reader, and uh, he also is a stand-up comic, and I follow him on Twitter, and he makes me laugh a lot, so I was like, oh, man, we got to have Billy Hurley on the show because he's going to make me laugh. And right now, in today's world, in what is going on, 
with the life of the world. Right, the we need to laugh. I need, I need a little bit of laughter. So sure. I appreciate you coming on, Billy. Yeah. Now, crack a joke. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? The worst ever. Okay, so this is going to be off topic. But the worst thing you can ever say is you do comedy because immediately someone will be like, okay, we'll say joke. Ah! <laughs> like well, the, you did comedy, right? You did stand-up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I did stand-up in Boston when I was going to college. And then I... Uh, and then I did a little bit in LA, and that uh, that actually turned into me writing comedy. Like I turned into a comedy writer because I just felt like it was easier for me to write it versus actually perform it. Because, well, for me, I that's when did, you got those glasses. Yeah, I did. My glasses are fucking hip. I, I'll be honest. People saw me on the street, and they're like, wow, you got really bad eyes, huh? <laughs> those are writer glasses. Man. <laughs> they're like, damn. How fucking blind are you? So uh, anyway, I uh, I was saying that like I don't know if this bothers you, but when I was doing comedy uh, stand up, that is, what bothered me was like having uh, to say the same jokes over and over again. Like I was never really good at like repeating jokes. Does that bother you at all or no? Yeah, I I have to uh, like I feel like I do certain jokes all the time. Uh, uh, on certain shows, yeah. So I try to. That's what's good about like going to open mics. Even though open mics are terrible, you kind of just throw a bunch of stuff, bunch of new stuff all the time, and then trade things in and out. You know. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I. Uh, yeah. So anyway, what I was saying uh, about the. Uh, you were talking about glory holes. Yeah, the glory <laughs> holes. No, 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 no. So uh, uh, what were you we saying though? No, we're Boston doing stand up. Um, Oh, so I, uh, oh, what the worst thing is, right. The worst thing is when you tell people you do comedy or as the case was with me for many years, I'd said I, I wrote comedy and people would be like, well, tell me something funny. And you'd be like, fuck you, fuck you, Uncle Jack. I don't have anything funny to say. It would, do you come into that? Do you come across that problem at all? Yeah, actually, I come into the problem too because I do, I'm a, I, I'm a tech journalist too, so and I do a lot with space. So people will be like, NASA, and then I have to like be a, a NASA guy. But uh, I don't, I'm like, I don't, you know, space is fine. I'm okay with space. I don't know a ton of stuff about it, you know, mm. uh, on, de on demand. Right. <laughs> but yeah. That's good. That's a good story, Billy. <laughs> I wanted to uh, intro you. I, I I don't know if you watched uh, Billy's stand-up on YouTube, Gray, but I wanted to intro right. him uh, as working for NASA because he's got a great joke. It, it's a it's a killer. Um, <laughs> you want to tell a joke? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You, you've been better than me. Hey, okay. So I work at NASA magazine. <laughs> I usually wait a while to say magazine, Gray. On a date, I'll wait. I'll wait four hours to say magazine. <laughs> She'll be like, "It was nice to meet you." I'll be like, "Magazine." That's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that uh, people want in this cra in these crazy times. Have you read the um, the uh, the New York City Department of Health pandemic sex guidelines, Gray? <laughs> Are you saying about glory holes? Yeah. Is it is it weird that I printed them out? <laughs> is that weird that I did that? 
Is it weird that I read them and smoked a cigarette? All right, so <laughs> so the format for this show, we're talking current events, news, and yeah. uh, we've gathered some stories together. And what what Gray and, not and current Billy... events though, not current events, Donkey. We're not doing current events like people would hear on CNN. Yeah, because... these are these are CNN stories. These are very mainstream no, stories. No, no, and, no, uh, no. You're basically not, watching the news here. Off. People are turning off the podcast right now. They're like, God damn, I don't want to hear anything. Not me. So not me. I'm, I'm tuned in. So Gray and Billy, they're not uh, obsessed with glory holes for no reason here, I, I don't think. There's a story uh, from the New York City Health uh, Department. They're discouraging casual sex during the pandemic. Uh, but the story also says that if you're going to have casual sex, be careful with sexual positions and physical barriers, like walls that allow sexual contact while preventing close face-to-face contact. So uh, what are your thoughts on this story, Billy? Well, personally, in these very challenging times, I know we hear that phrase a lot, I think we should be focused <laughs> on on uh, on on, build, on tearing down sex walls and not building sex walls, you know what I mean? But uh, I'm going to be honest. I went to, uh, there was a sex store that was open and I, I was like, I bought a wall. <laughs> I bought a sex wall. Me and my girlfriend bought a sex wall. Uh, so it, things are going is well. It, is, is it also, uh, does it double as a climbing wall or no? Is there... it's, yeah, it's multifunctional. That's what it said on the, uh, on the label. So yeah, we, 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 we're kind of <laughs> open to whatever. Fight? Did you fight it all when you were putting together your sex wall or was it? <laughs> It takes like two hours to build a sex wall. At least the one that, the one that I got, they give you the directions. You don't know. It seems easy because it's just going to be a wall. Guys, <laughs> I hope you guys go through the same thing. The foreplay, the foreplay. I mean, you can't even like you can't. This is like a dream scenario for a new couple. I think like you're. You're just like on a date and you're like NASA. And then 20 minutes later, you're like magazine. And then before you know it, you're home building a wall. Uh, Is that a sex wall? Are those RFs to a sex wall? You know what? The the other thing I thought was funny in the guidelines was um, they recommended sexy Zoom parties. Did you see that? (laughs) Sexy. Uh, We're having a sexy Zoom party right now. Yeah. I'll tell you, the sexy Zoom parties uh, are way better than the birthday Zoom parties. <laughs> Imagine if you get your uh, you get your dates mixed up. You're like, I got a bar a bar mitzvah Zoom uh, and a sex Zoom. Oh, uh, the think... naked naked Joe is just walking around. <laughs> oh, Why is cousin Yitz wearing a thong? <laughs> Oh, we got the wrong day. We got the, we got wrong, the wrong day. Party. Oh, oh, Jesus. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so New York City is, uh, their guidelines is to put a wall between two people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you, like, it's like they just one-upped pretty woman. Like, it's like, don't forget the kissing. I want a wall between us. How about a, uh, we get a pretty woman remake with a, uh, instead of no kissing, you have a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts and Richard Gere starring in Pretty Woman, colon, The Wall. Wall. Who knew that? Well, you know what's funny, too, about this is, like, I read the, I read the first 
set of guidelines because you know it's like my Harry Potter, right? You read it, it's really great, and then you, I love think, it. Yeah. you think you think that there's you know generally sequels are never as good as the original, right? And then they come out with the updates, right? You think they're not going to top rimming, right? And then they come up with walls. It's like they just I can't wait for the third one. It's gonna I'm just I can't wait. <laughs> Hey, uh, I think uh, yeah, Bill de Blasio's politics, uh, I don't know about, I don't know, but I love his kink, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about all, it's like, <laughs> what was his name? Bloomberg had stop and frisk and de Blasio's got stop and frisky. <laughs> yeah, frisk and frisk. <laughs> Is it weird I, that I, I printed them out and then put it under my mattress? <laughs> <laughs> Is that weird that I did that? Oh man, you're breaking you're breaking down walls. I know. <laughs> and these times like... you gotta break down walls, sex walls. <laughs> you do, man. Oh my god, I love it. Right. I uh <laughs> so I had a um I had another uh interesting bit of <laughs> current events uh news uh recently um that uh Donkey actually mentioned to me uh a man in thailand i believe was a uh, arrested for 126 he stole 126 pairs of flip-flops so he could have sex with them is that right donkey there's yeah there's a lot of sex news going on right now i don't know if it's a lot of like uh pent-up uh, pandemic frustration everyone just being trapped inside but maybe this goes on all the time in in thailand i don't know did you see that one billy yeah also if i was that guy i would have said 63 pairs you know i think that just sounds, sounds less better. weird right I, I know. It's these were like, pairs these were i've heard of guys into like they're i've heard of guys being into uh thongs but it's like is it the thong flip-flop that is really like did he just get confused in his head he's like i'm, I'm a thong guy <laughs> yeah that cisco song he was like oh, yeah. oh cisco knows what's thong, up thong, thong, thong. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know the uh the I don't even know what I think they're called thongs, the one with the uh between the uh, big toe and uh what is it, the index toe? I don't index. know what the name yeah. The index toe. If you're like, if you're into those flip flops, you're actually are a freak. Like who wants something between their two toes? Yeah. I I, I mean, the the slip-ons, I can understand that fetish, actually, a little like bit. A croc, like a nice, sexy croc. <laughs> I just like, slip-ons, just easy. I uh, imagine get the, uh, you're walking behind the guy and you accidentally, like, give him a flat tire. <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> you're touching my woman. What the fuck? <laughs> how, where do you, how do you get 100, I mean, it sounds like a riddle, but how do you get 126 thong sandals out of a store no he was breaking into uh neighbors apartments and stuff and stealing them oh really uh, yeah I, I read this story um he got caught on film in one of his neighbor's apartments and that's how they they got him <laughs> it was a sting he put it, he had hands up. it was like yo what I don't know. I don't. I don't know about this whole uh, crime thing, but we got a a four month sting going on. We're about a guy who's stealing flip flops. This was his second offense. He, he was arrested last year. We 
we have a problem. We have a foot a foot flop fetish guy. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, we skipped over one of the other uh, sexual stories, and and this was the first thing <laughs> I thought of back uh, when Gray sent his New York uh, Health Department article over, because Belgium was way ahead of New York. Uh, their health minister came out, this was back in March, like at the beginning of everything, and uh, she put a ban on all non-essential sexual activities of three persons or greater, only in indoor areas, though. So, <laughs> if it's essential, then you can do it with three people inside, but even if it's non-essential, if you get outside, you're okay to, to have orgies, apparently. I didn't know uh, that Belgium was, was big into this kind of stuff, but that... You know, I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts on that one. It's kind of pretty similar to the New York story. There's a lot of this going on around right I now. I thought actually that the uh, the three person uh, story was just us sending them three's company reruns, and there was something <laughs> getting lost in translation. <laughs> just like I don't know why do you keep sending us this shit, <laughs> fucking U.S. Keep your goddamn syndicated nonsense out of here. My my. I don't, you know, I don't want to bring the podcast down here, but I, my my sexual activity <laughs> has never really been considered uh, essential. Uh, like I don't think anyone has ever needed it, so that's what I kind of focused on. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, ser- the uh, the idea with um, the with COVID. I mean, the all of these things are except for the flip flops. <laughs> guy i can't lump into the other two stories but the other two stories i feel like they all go back to covid and no one knowing a goddamn thing like literally like from day from week to week you hear a different like uh issue with like um i don't know like uh, you got to go outside with a mask you don't need a mask outside well you can't go into a restaurant i uh remember remember dr fauci what happened to that guy where did he go he got a sex wall him and the scarf woman got a sex wall. Yeah. They're scarf talking through woman. the sex wall. What? That's it. Last you'll see him. Where where are these people? Like they just went like poof. Just goodbye. <laughs> like we're in the middle of a pandemic, but everyone's like, eh, it's the summer. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah no I I didn't really have much more on the uh, the Belgium one but I did like I do like Belgian waffles so, <laughs> yeah not Belgian blue waffles though and don't Google that if you don't know what I'm saying <laughs> I don't know what you're saying I, no, <laughs> no don't. don't Google it either I <laughs> promise you you won't you won't like me after <laughs> I, uh, Billy are do you do um are you doing shows in uh, during like can you do shows or is that off because no, of I, I mean, I haven't the idea of doing a, like a comedy Zoom show. Like I, I've kind of <laughs> don't really want to do that. Um, this is honestly, this has been really exciting for me because it feels like the closest thing to a comedy show since March. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, uh, I, I can imagine. I mean, it, it must suck, really, to be honest. Like I saw someone. I forget her name now. But someone was saying how, like, she just got a, uh, you know, she just was breaking through and um, she had a, uh, you know, she just booked some really big shows, like, and she was the headliner. And uh, 
And now I wish I could remember her name. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, but I guess that's the whole point of the story is that now she can't do anything. Like, you know, it's like everything has come to a halt for uh, comedy shows and a lot of it. Least. Yeah, I think, too, the, the, and if we're doing this with a lot of parts of life, right, where you, I think not even, like, co comedians and non-comedians sort of go, wait a second, like, do we even need stand-up, <laughs> you know, right. or if we do, like, how, what kind of stand-up are we looking for? You yeah, know? So, totally. so even, like, that's why I love, like, doing jokes on Twitter, because, you know, they, they kind of mean nothing. Uh, right. And, and um, I don't know, I think, like, to to come out of this doing stand-up, I think everybody's gonna have to think a little more thoughtfully about, okay, well, uh, you know, what's the best use of my time up here and what do people actually wanna hear? Because plus people aren't gonna wanna come out uh, to, to clubs anytime soon. So you gotta have something pretty interesting to say, I think. Right, yeah, no, totally. That's, that's a good point. I feel like I, I've been feeling that with baseball in some ways where it's like, you know, when you're, uh, when you're not able to do certain things, you're like, Man, I could see this like going away because people are like, you know, like life carries on even though something isn't is not happening. It's like, you know, how do you <clears throat> how do you go to a, say a concert now if uh, there's a way to listen on like, you know, either on your computer or on TV or something? It's like, why am I risking it for that? And yeah. you know, and, and it's the same with like baseball. It's like Am I going to a game? Even if they start playing, which seems really like, you know, who knows at this point. But even if they start playing, am I rushing out to a stadium? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's There's something interesting that happens, too, when you get your time back. Like, even whether it's uh, the all-star break, right, where you don't have to write about baseball and suddenly you have, like, a whole Tuesday again. Or right. you don't do stand-up every night. Then you go, wait a second. Like, I got this. I have... I have so much I can do with this, like, <laughs> with hours of the day that I've dedicated to something else. Right. Yeah, no, completely. You're, uh, like, I, it's interesting how quickly people's routines just completely change. Like, I am in such a routine with Razzball where I write every night during the season. But once that stops, like, it's weird for, like, a day or two. But then it's like, eh. <laughs> So baseball, I'll just do something else. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it, yeah. Um, it's funny when you run into somebody. Oh, sorry, Donks. No, no, go ahead, Billy. You're the, you're the star here. Uh, and can I call you Donks? Is that <laughs> Absolutely. Mr. T. Uh, you know what's great, Billy? When we have a uh, a guest who doesn't know Donkey. Like, you read Razzball, so you're familiar with Donkey. <laughs> but we have a guest on, like, uh, I think it was last week. And we'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Donkey Teeth. And be like, what the <laughs> How did I end up on this show? What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, hey, we have the uh, star of the Hulu documentary, Who Let the Dogs Out. I'm here with Gray, and we have Donkey Teeth. How did that nickname uh, originate? Uh, it was just a handle that I had in a, uh, a chat room, and then through that chat room, I started... Um, I started the podcast there and ended up bringing it over to to Razzball. It actually came from uh, Key and Peele skit. I don't know if you've ever seen the the East West Bull that oh, uh, okay. yeah. Key and Peele do. It's one of the one of their uh, their characters when they're saying all of the ridiculous uh, player names. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. cool. I was gonna say when you guys were talking about um, routines and people going to clubs and stuff like that, like I, I'm with you and I'm in that group, but I feel like. 
there's people that think like us and then there's people that are just dying to get out there and do stuff. So I don't think that that's, I think it's 50, 50, if that, I don't know if you saw SeaWorld opened up, uh, just a couple days ago and there was just massive lines of people trying to get into SeaWorld. They weren't distancing at all. So I think that once things open up, people go to clubs and, uh, get everyone sick until, until we've reached the point <laughs> <Yeah>. where <laughs> nobody's yeah. getting sick anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. It also, I think it's going to have a lot to do with how the second wave goes, because if the second wave of COVID is really bad, then all those people who rushed out may be like, fuck that, bro. I was like in that wave and I don't want to go and rush back for a third one. You know, I don't know. It's so up in the air. Yeah. I have we got no a little, idea. We got a little but you know what though. isn't up in the air? <laughs> <laughs> Walls? Oh, how terrible Starbucks is! <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. I thought you were going to the Spanish porn star Nacho Vidal. Oh yeah. I, I thought we'd mix mix in some normalcy okay. outside of the. Uh, not that sex isn't normal. Hey, uh, like George Michael once sang, "Sex is natural. Sex is fun. Sex is best when it's done between a wall or something." <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, no, I did skip uh, the Spanish porn star. You want to read that one, Donkey? Because it, it really, the whole thing should be read, I think. Yeah, it's not so much about sex, as far as I can tell. Uh, this guy, Nacho Vidal, was the, the Spanish porn star. He likes to advertise his aromatic candles, shaped like male genitalia, on Twitter. And he's been arrested on manslaughter charges following a man's death during a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. Uh, did you guys read this full story? I didn't read this one. <laughs> that is the full story, I think. Right. <laughs> I think uh, that is like a uh, a a person uh, who just uh, is a a world class mad libber. <laughs> just, it's like someone who has just got a uh, a thesaurus, and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna use it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. What, Billy, did you hear about Nacho Vidal, the uh, Spanish porn star? See, Nacho Vidal to me was always a candle guy. I didn't even know he did porn. I didn't even know he, I didn't even know he was Spanish. And then I heard about poisonous toad venom. And then I looked at my New York City sex guidelines, and it wasn't in there. <laughs> it's the craziest story I've ever heard. It's always a candle guy. What's that? <laughs> so he was always a candle well, guy. Well, yeah, he's a candle guy. Finding new uh, wicks and sticks, I think. <laughs> your uh, your candle purveyor yeah. might have a little bit of too much kink, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> what's your room? Hey, you get any Roman candles? <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are the ones that go in your ass. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, I thought Nacho Vidal was just. I, I'm actually. I thought he was a. a, a it was a, a fabulous, uh, a uh, an excellent <laughs> headline that that uh, that you read. I, I I'll put the tweet um, in the uh, article. It was just. It was like phenomenally written i thought um that was that was why i included it it wasn't it wasn't really to be you know about male genitalia i mean that was well, secondary I think about, like living in 2020 is like the 
like the, the headline is the joke. Like the like what I think is funny about Trump is like he beats you to his own Trump joke or to your own Trump joke. So like yeah. when he like when he first got elected, you could be like, oh, who's his like uh, who's his chief advisor going to be? Omarosa, and then it's like Trump <laughs> picks Omarosa to be leader of you know. Right. Yeah. No. Completely. <laughs> it's like oh. Trump Trump can't get uh Trump can't build a wall. Trump builds wall around White House. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got me, man. You yeah, we'd be like, who's gonna who's he gonna get to run the EPA? Somebody who loves coal? And it's like he <laughs> yes, the guy invented coal. He's running the EPA. <laughs> <I know. laughs> who's, who's gonna run the Department of Education? Someone who doesn't like education? <laughs> Yeah, actually, you got it. Yeah, so people all the time, they'll be like, oh, what do you do? Trump jokes are like really easy. And I'm like, no, they're actually like very hard because he already got there. I did like your uh, your one uh, Trump joke that I saw recently where uh, Trump tweeted uh, China in all caps and you uh, subtweeted him. Chickadee. <laughs> yeah. It was a, a, a stupid Chinese chicken, chickadee China joke, but it, it did, uh, it made me giggle. That's I, one of those ones where you, you, you hit tweet and then you sort of just throw your phone on your bed and yeah. then you go have a snack and then you come back and you see yeah. where the tasty likes you came in. If it's any tasty you're just like, ah. <laughs> yep. And you come back. I, like, I did my work for today. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'm just gonna I'm gonna relax in a robe around my notifications. Somebody asked me what my favorite color was the other day. I was like, Twitter notification blue is my favorite color. <laughs> you get that little notification. Or oh. me in likes, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I actually, I didn't retweet that one. I, I liked it. That's one of those tweets that I, uh, I didn't even think I liked it. It's one of those, like, I have, um, I appreciate it. And I was like, I have uh, warded off tweeting about Donald Trump or anything. Like, I don't want to, I don't even want to, I don't want to tweet it. I don't want to like anything about him. Like, I'm just like, whatever is going on there. It's just going on, man. <laughs> It's just like, I'm just like, I checked out. I really checked out on everything to do with Donald Trump. I'm just like, eh, it is what it is. I, I mean, I, you can't do anything. Not, no, no tweets are going to, no tweets are taking him down. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm telling I, I don't know. That chickadee one. I'm not a of bad news, but chickadee China is not, yeah. not dropping. That's, that's what I love about Twitter, right? Is it's like, <clears throat> I have something to say. And yet it's that, you know? I know. Yeah, that is the that is actually the good thing. It's like I, sometimes I'll find myself tweeting something that I think is funny. But I know if it doesn't get at least like a half dozen likes in a matter of a couple minutes, it's not going to it's not going to do numbers. So I just like then retweet something else. <laughs> like, yeah. I bury my own tweet. I'm just like, eh, it's not that good, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> I'm moving on. Speaking of moving on. <laughs> What's going on with Starbucks, Gray? Uh, what was it? What was going on with Starbucks? Oh, they, oh, 400 stores went out of business. I, uh, I hate Starbucks. Billy, you got any Starbucks, uh, uh, uh likes or dislikes? I'm really a, a, not a fan. I think they suck. <laughs> and that has nothing to do with, um, like anything that's in the news. I just think the coffee shit, <laughs> Real, to be quite honest, 
I, it tastes like burnt. Uh, so I did a, uh, a Google. I did a Google about them, and I was like, hey, why does Starbucks taste like shit? And I found <laughs> out it's actually because it's burnt. I didn't realize, like, I don't know nothing about coffee. What do I, I don't fucking know anything about anything, to be totally honest. I, I know so little about everything. But anyway, I, uh, I Googled the Starbucks, and it was like, uh, and I found out that they burn their beans because, like, how the person, how, how the person in, on their medium <laughs> explained it. I, this is my great research. I read a, me, a medium. Um, Wait, what did, okay. A medium, like one of those, like a, a blog post, whatever. Okay. I don't know. Not a person who tells uh, the future? Come on, get with the program. So I, uh, I read a medium about <laughs> Starbucks and why they suck. And it turns out that if you burn your beans, like you can have really shitty beans and burn them, and it tastes the same like across every uh, Starbucks store. So you can do like, you know, I, they were comparing it to like if you burn chicken, if it's shitty chicken and you burn it, it tastes burnt. And no matter what chicken you have, it's always going to taste burnt if you burn it. So it was like shitty coffee. I don't know why they were saying chicken. <laughs> Chinese chicken, chickeny China. Maybe they were talking about the bare naked ladies. <laughs> I actually, so anyway, so Starbucks has shitty uh, coffee across the board because it's on purpose. Because if they burn their coffee beans for every store, it's easy to burn and get the same burnt flavor, whereas like nuance and uh, having like a medium roast is difficult to attain. And so like if you went to a Starbucks, you're like, oh, let me have like a medium roast. They'd be like, what the fuck is that? Dude, we burn everything. And that's, <laughs> that's how it stays like the same exact flavor no matter what Starbucks store you go into, which is shitty. Anyway, that was Starbucks. I just did research on it. That was all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. On, on the medium, uh, that's, a good, <laughs> that's a good technique. You just—I feel like I—that's to anything, right? It's—it's it's supposed to—it's supposed to be burned. Yeah, that's what we do. Exactly. That's what I know. Like that's like it's like the uh, uh, the uh, terrible uh, mom, the terrible Jewish mom who's a cook. It's like yeah, it's how it's supposed to be. I mean, yeah. burn. That's I do that uh, on stage. Burn. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, no, the jokes like, are supposed to suck. Every joke sucks. That's the whole idea. It's supposed to suck. I, I mean, that's the idea. Yeah, it's like... People love can't. it. Yeah, exactly. So you go into like a, a, a Starbucks in Florida and it tastes shit... The, the coffee tastes shitty there. It tastes as shitty as it does in New Hampshire because it's all shitty. That's the... Um, <laughs> purpose of the shitty coffee that's it's good... actually it's it's actually brilliant <laughs> I think about it i really like starbucks because they're fucking evil geniuses yeah there's something to that there's the expectations of, of burnt yeah i know i um, uh i i just started recently to get into like good coffee for a while i i actually i drank starbucks for probably a good 15 years so i don't know yeah. uh, i guess i'm stupid <laughs> As I said, I've uh, I've I'm a Duncan guy. I like uh -huh. so I'm from kind of the central Massachusetts area. So you know we couldn't be happier about you know Starbucks going down. Like we know it's going to be a long series, and we're excited. <laughs> uh, but we're we're thinking this is uh, big time for Dunkin' Donuts for sure. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. I, hey, 
most Duncan people would just be like happy to be in the playoffs, but you're actually you're thinking long term. Like yeah. you might actually get past Starbucks. Eventually. Yeah, we're the Blue Jays, right, or somebody like that. What's the baseball equivalent? Yeah, yeah. no, you're like the uh, you're the upstart Padres. Like you know, it's a a long time coming, but eventually. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you got Tatis, you got Machado, <laughs> you, you, know like? you got Paddock on the mound. Where, you yeah. know what? Things could be worse for Duncan right now. Yeah, and that's what, you know what? They changed their name to one word, Duncan, right? Duncan. Like all the greats, right? Cher, <laughs> Skrillex, Sting, Duncan. You know? Trump. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, Duncan was a good. Actually, I, I feel like Duncan was a solid call by them because who, do, who donuts? Is there the O U G H or is it D O N U T? Give us a fucking straight spelling here, donuts. What yeah. the fuck? You know this, um, and I, I uh, they do the the donut day. Do you guys? Do you, yeah. do, you do you have that out there? Oh, oh big. Actually. Um, I, I say get rid of Columbus Day and do Donut Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I see, so Dunkin' Donuts gives out all the free donuts on Donut Day, but I get, I'm a regular, so I get really defensive, you know? I'm like, yeah, yeah, where were you guys last week? I didn't see you in the pews last week. You know? You're a diehard. You're a diehard. Yeah. Die like, see, Dunk- see you tomorrow, I hope. <laughs> I hope I see you tomorrow. My You're- friend. You know the uh, you know the usher by first name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Jimmy. Usual spot there, Billy. Yeah. 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 yeah you know. You know. It's a dunk. Hey, Team Duncan. What are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. We'll get him next year, huh, guys? I like what I like about Dunkin' Donuts is like you you there for the, like my friend doesn't like Dunkin' Donuts because he's like they always screw up my order. And I'm like, well, what'd you get? Like the coffee or the donut? And he's like, no, I got the uh, artisan chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you know, that's on you. Because you know what's bad at Kentucky Fried Chicken? The donuts. That that reminds me of my my wife will go into, well, when there was restaurants, quote unquote. I uh, go in and she'd be like to the waiter, she'd be like, what do you, what, what's your best dish? And they'd suggest something like, you know, like uh, chicken scallopini with mushrooms. And she'd be like, well, I don't really like mushrooms. <laughs> I'm not a fan of chicken. I don't even like scallopini. So the waiter would be like, well, we also have this great shrimp dish. And she'd be like, well, I'm not really a shrimp fan. <laughs> like eventually they land on like a Real tuna tartare or something. <laughs> and she'll be and she'll be eating it. She'll be like, I don't really like it. It's like, yeah, you didn't like what they actually do good. <laughs> That's the problem. You you got their like twelfth best dish. This is why you gotta burn all your coffee. <laughs> and chicken. And chicken. Just burn the yeah. I've been told that if uh, you're going to ask the waiter for a recommendation, you need to give them options or else they're going to push something that's about to go bad. They're like incentivized to get rid of their bad food. Uh, it doesn't make much sense because they're working for tips. You'd think that they'd want you to be satisfied. But, yeah, it, I mean, it, I, I guess you should have two options that you're in between or three and and give them to the waiter and then they can give you something that you're probably going to like versus – 
you know, a mushroom dish for kooks. Yeah, you can actually, you can, you can sort of gauge how my mood is uh, if, uh, well, at least when we would go to restaurants, because by the third thing the waiter suggested that she obviously wasn't going to eat, I'd usually just be like, Jesus fucking Christ, choose something yourself. But if I'm in a good mood, I'll listen to like seven or eight suggestions until the point where I'm like, just please order something you actually want. Does this does this carry over to like what you want to watch, like a show? <laughs> yes, it's a it's a nonstop battle. Like oh hey, I, like last night I I really wanted to watch um, the Bruce Lee documentary, the on the thirty for thirty. So and we watched it too, but I knew as soon as I started it, she wasn't gonna want. It. <laughs> she was like she was checked out immediately. She was on her phone. I was like, I thought you wanted to watch this. She was like, nah. I'm like, what you said? You said you would watch it, though. She's like, yeah, you're watching it. It's fine. I'm like, yeah, the phone comes out. <laughs> exactly. As soon as the phone comes out, I'm like, eh, oh, well, I guess I'm watching this by myself. It's fine. Uh, so anyway, uh, Mermaid Town went out of business this week. <laughs> I, when I saw this one, the first thing I, I came to mind was that this is going to be another uh, Tiger King. This is going to be like Mermaid Queen coming up or something. We got to uh, set it up, though, uh, for people who are listening. So um, the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, signed legislation dissolving the city of Wiki Wachichi, known for mermaid shows. And it only had 13 residents. Uh, and the city was insolvent. There's a lot of uh, insolvent, dissolving <laughs> mermaids. It's like one of those giant, uh, uh, one of those capsules. Remember, you put those capsules in water and it turns into a mermaid? <laughs> That's the entire city. Hey, Billy, did you hear about this mermaid city? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, great. They had 13 people in this place, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was 13. Yeah, no, there's 13 people who live there. Because we played them in football, and they were terrible. (laughs) (laughs) They were really bad. So it's it's sad for me because it it takes a win off our schedule, you know, like automatic win. But, um, yeah, yeah, the mermaids were a tough team. That is is too bad. I, uh. I actually I, I enjoy mermaids. I I hope they do well and they are able to actually all thirteen of them are able to go to another city together because you, you, you hate to see them break up the mermaids. You know. <laughs> so the town was it thirteen mermaids? That... <laughs> I I mean it's a mermaid town and there's only thirteen people. Are you thinking it was like you know twelve horny guys and one mermaid? Yeah. So I'm imagining it as thirteen people that go to a show where these mermaids travel in for a mermaid show, and then the thirteen people go back to their thirteen houses. That's how I imagine it. And they just stay there. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> There's just thirteen people sitting in front of a empty aquarium, <laughs> like. What? What? Hey, where? Hey, where did the mermaids go? Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. So the mermaid town went out of business, which actually I was kind of I was kind of upset about that. That wasn't that wasn't one of the uh, 
the funny bits. That was just sad. That was just sad. <laughs> Gray had just learned about the Mermaid Town. He was getting ready to go on a vacation there. Once <laughs> things opened up, it's over. It was sad. I, you know. Anyway, so no, so um, uh, keeping with the water theme. There was uh, something that I thought was actually, and this was just interesting to me. So there was snot palaces. Uh, scientists, here, I'll just read it. I'll read a bit um, here. Scientists, no, I'm not reading a, like a comedy bit. I'm reading the actual uh, article. Scientists are learning about one of the weirder things in the oceans, snot palaces. A study details these complex structures made of mucus that could be three feet wide. They are made by critters that look like tadpoles and are only four inches long. Huh, what is that all about? What is that? What's that? What's that snot palaces? What's that? Yeah, when I, 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 I think I've seen a snot palace before. Uh, when me and my girlfriend watch This Is Us. <laughs> Just a cry fest of snot. I, I, <laughs> That's good, especially when that uh, that main guy died. Ah, oh, so there's snot palaces all over the place when that yeah. guy died. What was his name? The the handsome Italian guy. What was his name? Oh yes, Mamilo. Mamilo? Mamilo? No, it's Mamilo. I think. I don't think it's Mamilo. Hey, yeah. if I do a Zoom comedy show. Would it be good if I when I do the punchline I go like this? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was actually that. That sold that joke. If we do a, yeah. uh, a video of this call, I suggest a donkey to do a snot palace. This is us! <laughs> wait, 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 Chad, let's do another one. Wait, ask me. Um, so anyway, so the uh, scientists are learning about these weird things in oceans called snot palaces. <laughs> hey, Billy, you know anything about that? Yeah, uh, I, I did. I. I, I read about these snot palaces, and then I, I thought to myself, I know these snot palaces. Uh, I saw one the last time I uh, uh, went outside <laughs> and saw the world. No, this is us. Milo died. Oh, you don't want to do spoilers. That's I'll try to do a different I haven't cried in a long good. time. No, you're going to try different things. That's uh, This is a safe space for you. I don't... I don't want you to feel like you can't try different jokes. That the second one was terrible, though. I mean, you can try them. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. Though. Tell me, I, I mean, should have done the same exact thing. <laughs> well, let's try uh, CrossFit. Well, if you could just keep doing the same. Burnt, burnt <laughs> jokes. Burnt jokes. <laughs> that was actually. You know, uh, Billy, Dave Letterman made a uh, career out of just saying the same bad joke over and over again. Uma? <laughs> yeah. Huh? I mean, literally, that was it. That was the entire, I mean, he did that. I mean, God bless him. I, I liked a lot of the stuff he did, but he would do the same bad joke for an entire night. <laughs> hey, hey, great. But, you, you got any gum? <laughs> <laughs> Was that like a Norm McDonald stuff? Yeah, that was that was Norm. What happened to uh, Nor Norm and uh, Dave and Dennis Miller should do a show together where they're all just like really unfunny. <laughs> just like, doing, I think the Zoom weird the Zoom sort of re a reunion where it's like, hey, remember when you were funny? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I interviewed John Legend. Cool, Dave. 
<laughs> I have this really obscure reference from the 80s. Oh, Dennis, you're so silly. Um, anyway, uh, that was random. I, uh, so, uh, Donkey, what's going on with these snod palaces? <laughs> no, uh, no, no more snod palaces. Okay, go ahead. Well, let's talk about CrossFit. Did you, Billy, did you oh. see the uh, CrossFit CEO had to step down? Yeah, and look, I, I'm not a religious guy, so like I don't want to talk about religions uh, <laughs> like CrossFit. But my sense is that it's it's like Scientology, and it's very tough to leave CrossFit uh, once you start. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's tough stuff. Tough news. <laughs> that's tough news. That's tough news. Uh, I, uh... You do CrossFit, right? No, I don't even, actually, I don't even know what CrossFit is, to be totally frank. I, I have no clue. I, I don't know. One time I said that to someone, a uh, friend of mine, good friend, actually, she lives in London now. Uh, she had to get out of the country. <laughs> anyway, she, I said to her, because she does CrossFit, I was like, hey, what is CrossFit? And she's like, oh, you're so fucking stupid. I'm not explaining that to you. <laughs> so that was, that's as far as I ever got into knowing what CrossFit is. I don't, like, that was it. Like, that belittlement was, like, the end of my interest in CrossFit. So I don't know what it is. I, uh, I did used to go to the gym, though, back when there was such a thing. Oh, yeah, remember gyms? Yeah, gyms were cool. I, uh, I went to a, a real cool gym. Uh, where I had some celebrity uh, encounters. <laughs> encounters. I like the word encounters. I, uh, I went to a, a gym where, okay, so I saw John Legend one time, which uh, he, that wasn't actually that cool. I mean, he's cool. He's cool, but the encounter was just like, he was on the treadmill next to me going really slow. And I was like, yo, you're going slow. And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, nah, nothing. It's all good. Um, and then uh, I had another encounter with uh, I, I not really an encounter as much as I saw him in the in the locker room, uh, Harvey Weinstein, which is like, and that was before the Me Too stuff. So he, but he was in a towel, and it was so gross. It was like, oh, like I felt like I under like I don't want to say I know what it was like for those women, but it was really <laughs> nasty. I mean, it was like fucking, like Harvey Weinstein in a towel. And then another time I saw Mark Wahlberg in a towel and I was like, ah, oh, hey, he's kind of handsome. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it was too like ends of the spectrum. And uh, I guess John Legend was like in the middle on a treadmill. Anyway, you ever run into celebrities at the uh, gym locker room, Billy? No, I do these, um, I get, uh... These workouts, like these uh, workouts sent to my phone, which are like, it's, it's like this combination of like burpees or push-ups or sit-ups or things like that. Uh, but I feel like they're, they're, they're kind of slacking off because mm. I, I, literally the, the workout I got two days ago was um, hold a heavy object longer than you want to. <laughs> I was like, I was like, did they did they wake up late and forget to do to write the workout in the app, and then they like called their friend like, yo, like just put anything in there. Oh, you, you might want to stop doing those Groupon workouts. <laughs> you, yeah. might, you might want you might want to think about investing in a, a real serious workout. You know what? Now that I think versus about it, right? like the uh, hey. 
You have a stapler? Pick it up. All right, hold it there. I'll be back in 20 minutes. Great, great. I just realized that it's not a it's not a workout app. It's Movie Pass. And there's that's what it was. Movie Pass is the Movie Pass. Movie Pass was before we started. Um, before we started the show. Actually, I don't even know when we started. Donkey may just put in the outtakes in the beginning. I don't know how this works. But before we started, we were talking about how, like, me and you had had uh, I had introduced you to this uh, comedy writing uh, thing where, like, funnier die steals our jokes for like next to no money. <laughs> but anyway, I. Uh, I, I that reminds me because Movie Pass was like an ongoing like Funnier Die wanted Movie Movie Pass jokes for like six months straight. You remember that? Uh, just kicking somebody when they're down. <laughs> <laughs> I know the fuck. It's not nice. I uh, yeah no anyway. Uh, donkey, what, what were you saying? <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, did you guys see the? Uh, I know that this uh, turns out that maybe it wasn't actually a looter. It was going around Twitter. The guy trying to board the public bus with a ATM. Uh, did you see that, Gray? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I did see it. I don't know because Billy was saying that that was a prank. Um, I think he was a comedian. I read. He and he found he found an ATM. I don't know. I, this doesn't make sense to me. He found an ATM. Had his buddy record him trying to get on a bus with it. I mean, it was real for the bus driver. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. Why Why would someone take an ATM, though? I didn't even understand the setup because it was like the guy was stealing the ATM and he was going on a bus with it. But why would you take an ATM? Like, you need to get into it to get the money. What are you going to do? <laughs> was he setting up a convenience store somewhere else and he needed an ATM? I didn't understand really. What, why would you steal an ATM? I, maybe this is more of a question for... Uh, the uh, writers of Barbershop. Uh, Billy's an ATM expert. Yeah. You, I think I've seen that guy at the club. <laughs> and he's very annoying. Um, Imagine you steal an ATM and then you're like, oh, cool. I only have to pay uh, $2.50 to get money now. Yeah. <laughs> plus, the, plus the fee. Plus the fee. Like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Every time I want to steal money from this ATM, I just got to pay $2.50. You know what I was thinking, too? Uh, an ATM is still easier to put on a bus than a three-year-old. <laughs> have you ever tried to put a three-year-old on a bus? It's impossible. I, I have not. I have. That sounds uh, like I kidnapped uh, three-year-olds, by the way. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> like, what, what's the deal with you and three-year-olds? <laughs> For people who are just tuning in, Billy was talking about three-year-olds a lot before. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I don't, I don't know. I have a dog that is uh, like a three-year-old. I don't know. I don't know the uh, action of putting a three-year-old anywhere. I've never held a three-year-old. I don't think. No, I just know some uh, And uh, I this, did, like um, this is what I do whenever I, a friend has a kid. I usually am like, "Can I pick you up?" I like I pick not the not the friend I pick up the kid and I I lift it and then I try and guess their weight and I never even close like it's so weird like kids will be like like oh let me pick you up so I pick up a like I don't know say an eight year old is like ah oh, you're 112 pounds and they're like no I'm 78 pounds I'm like no way come on are you serious hey, hey Greg this sounds like a workout on my app. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks. Pick up, a, pick up a babe. Hey, Billy, thanks for coming on, man. This oh, thanks for having fun. me. Can I be sincere for the first time in this interview? No, 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 no. Okay. Don't be sincere, because that will ruin it. Then people will be like, wait, he wasn't sincere before? <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I, I'm a big fan of Razzball, and thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, awesome, man. That's actually the only thing, that's the only clip we're going to use for this whole show. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that's it. Thank you. Alex, thank you. All right. All right. It was fun, guys. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.